2: Lee, it's is the lead play in our, in our offense. Yes, our YN or our tight end to open up somewhere between six feet and nine feet, to get an isolation with the with the linebacker. We tell the tackle we take the defensive end if he's over him. If he's not, to drive down on the first man to his inside. If the YN has the linebacker take him out, he cuts inside. If the YN has the linebacker here, he comes all the way around. Look at
3: this play where we're trying to get him a seal here and a seal here and try to run this play in meet alley. What's up, guys? Welcome into Packers Total Access post game show. My name is Clayton. You can check us out. On PackerNet.com. You can find me on Twitter at Packers underscore access. You can email us, packers at gmail.com. You can text us 865-658-5824. The Packers defeat the Chicago Bears at Lambeau field 17 to 9. And it again. it again, Clayton. We got some folks fired up in here, man. What a what a fun game to watch. Listen, you got to tip your cap. Matt LaFleur, hell of a game plan. Other than the Jordan Love fumble, this team played darn near perfect. Um, I mean, it was just unbelievable. Jordan Love's stat line, he is him, as the kids say in the streets. 27 to 32, 316 (laughs) yards, averaged 9.9 yards, and then had two touchdowns, no interceptions, was only sacked one time, had a rating of 128.6. Man, just like I said, a fun one to watch. Still a little housekeeping, then we'll go around the horn here real quick. Josh Martin with the Super Chat. LaFleur is Coach of the Year, playoff bound. Appreciate you, Josh. Thank you for uh, supporting the stream, man. Um, I don't think there's any chance he wins Coach of the Year, but I don't know what the hell it's going to take for him to get it, seeing that Aaron being here was the reason he couldn't win it before. Now Aaron's gone. You make the playoffs the first year with the youngest team in the league. If I understood correctly, Steve Mm -hmm. Cook tagged me on Twitter and said that Jim Nance said this is the youngest team in the history of the NFL to make the playoffs, if I understood correctly. So how in the world LaFleur doesn't win coach of the year after that is just beyond me. And I know there's some other candidates that's had a good year. I got you. But um, also Joyce in here doing what she does. She gifted 50 Packers total access memberships. Um, Appreciate you, Joyce. Thank you so much for doing that. And I know the guys and gals appreciate you uh, hooking them up for sure. So Josh Martin, thanks for the super chat. Joyce, thanks for supporting the stream. You guys are awesome. Let's go around the horn. Tim. You said that this Bears defense was going to uh, be able to shut down our run, didn't you, in the pretty joke. What do you think about the that game? I did. <laughs> go ahead, Tim. The What's I more? did.
4: I'll, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and self-brag, dude. This, this I, I have never predicted a football, football game more accurately than I predicted this one. I am so proud of this team. I told you guys I didn't want to do a score prediction because I knew it was going to be one of these kind of games. We talked about that. We were all in agreement on that. Three freaking field goals given up by this defense. You Joe Barry haters can kiss my ass. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> I am so proud of this football team and the way that they came together and played unbelievable job by our boys in the trenches. Carl Brooks, Devontae Wyatt, Kenny Clark playing like some monsters. TJ Slayton. I am so proud of this defense. I I... I couldn't be more excited for all fit. Can we give away 53 footballs (laughs) Can we give away 53 game balls to these players? This was a team victory. I told you guys before the game, this was going to be won and lost in the trenches. We won this game in the trenches. I told you we should run the freaking football right at Chicago and their overrated run defense. I don't care. Aaron Jones had fresh legs over a hundred yards on the ground propelling this offense. We we had openings in the passing game. We took our shots. We hit a lot of shots today. We talked about it, right, Clayton? Yeah man. Before the game.
3: <laughs> Dontavian Wicks, Jaden Yeah, That's 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 wide receiver one and two. I'm sorry. It is. We've said it for the last six weeks. PFF agrees. The tape agrees. The stat line agrees.
0: Oh, Bo Don't forget, as of late, Bo Melton's the man.
3: And here's what's crazy, like Romeo Dobbs, you know, people are going, what about Dobby? Dobby is like arguably a top five number two receiver in the league. You know what I mean? And and I said that for that reason, like he is one of the best number two receivers. But when you throw into the mix, Jaden Reed and Dontavian Wicks, Dontavian Wicks on that little whatever it was, a smoke route or whatever, and he just sidestepped like it was. I was just like, this Mm. kid, he looks like a damn eight year vet, man. It's unbelievable. Ryan Jennings the with the Cat. Appreciate you, buddy. He says, love the way 10 calls audibles at the line. Super cool, calm, and collected. The third quarter touchdown pass was the chef's kiss. Yeah. Everything off the back foot. It was just your, your spot on there, Ryan. Packer up. Thank you for the uh the donation there. But he said, I ain't got to say nothing. Here's a dollar ninety-nine. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh Jacob, initial thoughts, man. We'll go around. We'll look at the stat line. I'm trying to keep an eye on the press conferences too, because man, no, I, I want to punch the screen. <laughs> I'm like, nobody, we said it from training camp, nobody gave this team a chance, no one. And you've seen the valleys and the peaks and the valleys and the peaks. And when the freaking season on the line, LaFleur coached his ass off, Jordan Love had arguably his best game of the year. The defense had arguably their best game of the year. Everything just came together. You're peaking at the right time. But, Jacob, go ahead. I'm sorry, man.
0: No, dude, honestly, (laughs) Uh, what more can you say? Like you just said, Aaron Jones, 22 for 111, five averaging. Jaden Reed, four for 112, averaging 28 per catch. Bo Melton, my man, Bo Melton, five for 62. Dontavian Wicks, six for 61, two touchdowns, sir. And I would argue that Jaden Reed or whoever, uh, was it Jaden Reed? He caught that touchdown pass, man. I don't care whoever says that. They caught that touchdown pass. And
3: then yeah, I'm looking at Bo, Bo, Melton, Bo Melton, I believe. Was yeah. it Bo? Okay. I think so.
0: Uh, Cray Walker, like me and Tim have talked about, Cray Walker came to play today. He had nine total tackles, six solo, one sack, one tackle for loss. I just, <laughs> I can't, I got, I'm going to have to probably hop off the stream a little bit later, but um, yeah, you I, going over. <laughs>
5: yeah,
0: this, this, this is the team. This is exactly the type of game that we needed to get catapulted into the playoffs everybody's coming to play and guess what the bears that was not a pushover that's a good bears team that's a good Bears team. i agree and justin Justin fields did make some actually like some passes where i was like damn that's a quarterback that is a quarterback right there he i'm I'm not gonna lie we didn't just win over a a crappy bears team we beat a good bears team and honestly right now as if i'm a bears fan I'm sitting here honestly uh, thinking, like, what do I do? Do we keep fields? Do we draft Caleb? Do we draft Drake? Do What do we do? Do we trade him away? In my opinion, Justin Fields put up a performance tonight where I'd be We're like, hey, we... let's go.
3: Yeah. No, you get go. you guys. guys. i just getting a getting keyed up here. No, let's go. Let's go live. All right. All right, here we go. Here's Jordan Love, QB1 at the podium.
6: Everyone just – no one blinked. No one um... – was crying about losing, you know, we found ways to get better. Yeah. Um, and obviously we just, I think the main thing was we just had to find ways to win those close games. Um, and that's what we've been able to do. Obviously we had one tonight. Um, so I think that's the the mentality, just finding ways to win because um, we know it's not going to be easy. Was there
4: a moment that the game <coughs> felt
5: like it slowed down for you at some point
6: this season? Uh, I can't put it in particular on what moment, but I think just every game I go out there, the game slowed down a little bit more. I'm um, Seeing things a lot better. Um, I'm just having a better feel of where I need to go with the ball um, and getting a better rhythm with uh, just playing quarterback in the pocket, so <clears throat> there's not one per- game in particular, but, um, you know, I think every game, um, you know, I've been getting better, and the whole team around me has been getting better as well.
1: You were, you were 27 out of
4: 32 today. What allows you to play at that high of a level, considering the stakes, considering the defense that you play today is brought a pretty good role.
6: Yeah, um, just finding ways to, to pick them apart and take advantage of what they're doing. Um, Finding completions, which is something that I've had to improve on throughout the course of the season, is just taking what the defense is giving me, getting the ball in my hand quick, uh, not holding on to it, and finding those completions where get the ball in the guys' hands and let them make some positive plays. So, I mean, it's just completion. Uh, I don't even know what the word is, but just culmination of everything I've learned throughout the season. I think to, to put me in this position, and obviously, everyone else around me.
3: Love it, love it, love it. All right, so. You guys can obviously go check that out. We'll leave it up here, and we may go back to it in a minute. Um, let me know if anything's choppy there in the chat, guys. We'll keep it rolling that way. We can catch the floor here in a second too. If you guys would take just a quick second, hit that like button for us, so other Packer fans yes, can man. find this content, find this channel. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Mike Hebring, thank you for the super chat. He said should have done this uh, all should have done all of this a year earlier. Go Pack, go! Meaning moving on to love. I think few people would disagree with that, Mike. Um, I I think that's a pretty fair assessment. If that's what you're referring to is going to love and making that shift earlier. Um, And if that is the case, you know, then you got to give Goody a little bit credit. Those who have hated on Goody, you got to give him credit for trying to make it work with uh, Aaron, as long as he did, and then pulling the trigger and and having the waybos to, uh, to move forward. But thank you for the super chat, Mike. We appreciate you, buddy. Packer up with another super chat said my, my UK boy Valentine with maybe the play of the game with that end zone stop on Cole Komet. Yeah, Valentine, man. It doesn't look like it's too big for him. Does he play perfect? No, he plays like a seventh rounder from time to time. If yeah. he picks that ball off in the end zone, boys, I'm coming on blue. You might see a Valentine jersey back here on the wall. <laughs> and and he he knew he knew the opportunity went through his hands. It's just another example of like you win the game, right? Hello, you play now. You go out and you win the game, and you still left plays on the field. It just shows you we're we're still not playing at that maximum level yet, and they're winning these big ball games in huge moments. It's just – it's phenomenal, man. Jordan, you could tell the moment's not too big for him. Look at his arm, too. Did you notice his arm, boys?
0: Yeah. He's got that yeah. suction, uh, suction cup yeah. on
3: it. Had some kind of treatment done to his shoulder. Had those suction cups on his shoulder, on his throwing arm. Um, Steam's going to play for him, man. They're going to play for him. There's no two ways about it. Love uh-huh. that guy. Um, let's see what else we got here real quick. And, again, Packer up, thank you so much for the super chat, buddy. We appreciate you. Uh, let's go to the uh, the box score real quick, and then we'll come back to the podium and see what else Jordan had to say. When we hit the box score offensively, we held Justin Fields to 11 of 16 for 148. Uh, no touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, sacked him five times. Guys, we talked about going into this. Tim, you remember we talked about the overall uh, defense by year? The yardage, the passing yards, the sack numbers, the rushing yards. You ended up Oh, you mean holding...
4: how, how the defense has improved every year? Yeah, Is exactly. Yeah, yeah, I remember that.
3: Khalil Herbert, 12 carries for 28 yards, 2.3 a pop. You held Justin Fields to eight carries for 27 yards, 3.4 a pop. The long for Fields was seven there in a the rushing game. Uh, obviously, Roshan Johnson, five carries for 20 yards. So, overall, 25 carries for 75 yards. They only averaged three yards. A carry against the Packers defense. So when we go back and look at those year-to-year defensive stats, you're gonna see that this was the best year under the Joe Barry tenure. And I'm gonna yeah, tell you oh, before you I came have, up here. You don't have to before, convince me. <laughs> before I came up here, Mandy said, Will you do me one favor on the show? What well, she said, once you get hashtag save Joe Barry crank, and I went, Oh god, you're trying to get me killed on Twitter tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. DJ Moore, their number one four catches for 64 yards. Cole Komet, three catches for 41 yards. Uh, You know, Khalil Herbert, two catches for 13 yards out of the backfield. They shut them down, boys. They shut them down. They shut them down. They shut the Vikings down. We beat uh, Patrick Mahomes at Lambeau this year. We beat, at the time, an MVP candidate in Jerry Goff on Thanksgiving Day. I don't know what else you want. I'm just saying, listen, did we give up 30 points? Absolutely, we gave up 30 points, and it sucked, right? When we talk about past performances here recently with the with the defense. Tell you who else gave up 34 points? The New York Jets. They gave up 34 <laughs> points. They gave up. They they lost. I've said it all year long, too. People are like, oh, we need, we need Robert Sala. Robert Sala got outscored by Miami 64 to 13 this year. Yeah. Then he turned around and gave up 34 points to the Cleveland Browns. And we're just sitting here, you know, basically holding the Vikings to 10 points, holding the the, the Big Bad Bears to nine points. We showed you. They played their best two offensive games of the season the last two games. They come in, and they hit a Joe Barry buzzsaw. <laughs> it sounds so funny saying it out loud, but, damn, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm just telling you right now. On the offensive side of the ball, Jordan Love, again, 27 to 32, 316 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, rating right <laughs> of 123.6. Aaron Jones, 22 carries, 111 yards of rushing average, five yards a pop. Bo Melton got two reverses two carries for 14 yards, average seven yards a carry. Jaden Reed, four catches for 112 yards. Somebody asked me how many targets he got. It's four, four Clayton, it's four. He was targeted four times, caught all four <laughs> passes and averaged 28 yards a catch. Uh. Bo Melton, five catches, 62 yards. Dontavian Wicks, six catches, 61 yards. He only had seven targets and he had two touchdowns. Tucker Kraft. Fell short, obviously, of the record. So did Luke Musgrave, but three catches for 31 yards. Guess what? Everybody who said that you're going to you're gonna jinx him, you said he didn't have a drop all year. He had three targets, three catches. Still hasn't had a drop all year long, Tucker Craft. That's tied in one. Luke Musgrave got a little bit of time there. Obviously, one catch for 11 yards. Aaron Jones caught five passes out of the backfield for thirty phenomenal stuff. You that guys was a know huge
4: catch, though. that that one catch that Musgrave had, that was that was a crucial grab. Oh, it was run. big. Very
3: yeah. good. Get the clock also. running, allowed us to move the chains one play later, right? Um yep. just everybody playing in tandem there down the stretch on that last one. Jaden Reed third down conversion, Aaron Jones first down run, Tucker Kraft first down. That so it hey, was a first down, yeah. Malik then, uh,
0: Keith, can we talk about hey, it doesn't it's not going to show up real big on the stat line. Malik Keith Maybe he yeah. won this game for us in that situation. Dude mm-hmm. was hardcore, and he did what Malik Heath does. He don't give no Fs,
4: dude. He's ready to go. When Rome went down, I, I said to my wife, I said, Malik Heath is gonna step up in, into Let's this go. role. And, he, and, and that's exactly what we got. We called it boys. This this team won tonight as a team. What a great 100%. performance! And and yeah, you know, not to not to on a negative note, but clearly the moment was a little big for Anders Carlson at, at times tonight, and he looked a little shaky there with the leg. But this team picked it up and uh, did what we needed to do and made sure that we didn't have to put this game on him at all. We went out there and got it done, man.
3: I'll oh, say this it. about that miss field goal, though. You take that crucial sack to play before. That's the second time this season in the second half of the season where you took a sack and made the field go even more difficult. It pushed it back eight yards. He ended up missing it. It looked like a bad snap initially. I need to go back and look at it, but I felt like it was a low snap. It wasn't okay. I was sitting there going, I don't know if I had too many daddy sodas and imagined that or what, but it looked like it was, it was a good hold, though. It was yeah. a good oh, hold. Yeah, absolutely. yeah,
0: It was a great hold. It was a, really, it was a bad snap. He had to put it down, and Anders honestly did a good kick. Uh, yeah. And that was that was barely. Didn't it bounce off the upright, if I'm not mistaken?
3: Like, no, he, oh, nah, he missed the crap out of it. But Daniel <laughs> Wheeling, dude. Daniel Wheeling. Hey, they nailed it, man. They nailed it picking him up. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm going to have to go back to training camp when they cut um, whatever his name, Pat O'Donnell. And no, y'all barely, listen to no. my reaction because I was like, what the hell are we doing? What, we're going to trust a rookie punter? This dude is better than Pat O'Donnell. Like, it's Plus unbelievable. He's Irish. Yes, exactly. Exactly, Jacob. <laughs> so uh Sadie, thank you for the super chat. Said all the guys running up to love to celebrate after the kneel down. Love to see the love for love. <laughs> go pack go. Appreciate you, Seti. Thank you for the super chat, man. Um, let's see. Destiny Jenkins. Hey, how about this? How about them boys? Four touchdowns for my boy Dak. This is actually this is a little lady that me and my wife used to babysit. Um, Des is Mandy's little cousin and I remember her when she was, as we say back home, when she was still crap and yellow. Um, but, uh, she, <laughs> that's awesome that she's in there. Huge Cowboys fan. So, Destiny, I appreciate the $1.99, but you ain't going to get us to praise the Cowboys for any amount of money. All right. So, you uh, take that crap out of here. Now, Dak is <laughs> – listen, Dak's the man, dude. Dak is – I don't it, – it's going to be close between him and Lamar with MVP. But
0: Yeah. Hey, hey hold on. Wait. Can we just – Acknowledge the fact that I'm I'm pretty sure Jordan Love is either two or three in touchdown passes for the NFL total right now, right? Am I yeah, yes,
3: yeah, he's gotta be now. Dak throwing four tutters. Obviously, he's still leading, I'm sure. Still, Jordan Love is at, at least two or three. Yeah. So
0: that's crazy, guys. Wild. Think about that. Think Absolutely about that.
4: Wild. Hey, can we put our daddy sodas up to uh Tom Clements, please? Real quick, one time. There it Salute. is. To the quarterback whisperer, thank you so much.
3: Thank you. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what that dude's doing, but he knows what the heck he's doing with quarterbacks. I didn't realize he worked with Favre there a couple of years too. If you guys remember when Mike McCarthy got the head coaching job, Favre was coming off one of his worst years. Remember he threw like a, yeah. I think, a career high interceptions, and then all yep. of a sudden it just phew, turned right around. Tom commenced, right, but Destiny, right. thank you for the super chat there, little lady. Appreciate you. And uh, what's the language in here, okay? Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see what else we got. Uh, Godsmack AR69, appreciate the super chat, buddy. He said, playoffs? I believe, uh, yeah, oh. we are heading to the playoffs as a matter of fact. And if you don't believe me, just ask Jim Moore. He'll confirm it for you. Jim I think Moore, got him yeah. in here. He's hanging out in here somewhere usually. Uh, th- playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Another game.
4: I'm, that's right. Bury that one, boys. I'm.
3: I'm just glad that we didn't go to Sean Cliff, like so many were saying. <laughs> Could you hey. imagine the mess this team would be in right now if you had said, "All right, let's see what Sean's got." Oh, we man, another mm-hmm. franchise quarterback. I. The more time goes by, I feel more and more comfortable with saying that, which is just <laughs> wild to me. Um, but yeah, God Smack AR69, appreciate the super chat, buddy. Let's see here. Ryan Jennings says thoughts on the kicker situation. Thank you for the super chat, Ryan. Um, he's you know, he's a rookie kicker, obviously. You're gonna have ups and downs. The last time we checked, he was top 10 in field goal percentage. So I imagine he's still somewhere in that top 10. So uh I, I like him. I think he's only gonna get better. You know, someone point, I think it was Michael Lombardi pointed out that you know, some of these really good kickers across the league. And he had a handful of names that he specifically mentioned. People were ready to give up on, on them when they were struggling their rookie in their sophomore season. They ended up being some of the best kickers in the league. You end up cutting him, cutting a, a player. He mentioned one specifically. I can't remember if it was – it might have been Daniel Carlson. It might have been Jake Elliott. I can't remember which kicker it was. But they went on to be like a top three kicker in the league for a five-year stint after – a team was like every a team cut them as rookie year. It was something crazy like that. So you got to give them room to grow. Um, you got to give Rich Pisaccha some credit on the kicker side. You know, we give them a lot of flack that the special teams hasn't been as good as we would expect it to be here going into year two. But there's no more botched snaps, right? There's no more botched punts, no more block punts, very few right. block kicks. Like that's all we were asking for. That stuff's gotten cleaned up. And Daniel Whelan, man, is just – like I said, I can't say enough about it. I can't believe I'm sitting here on a post-game show after we make the playoffs talking about a punter. But that dude has just impressed the heck out of me all year long, man. So, Ryan, to to answer your question, buddy, thank you for the super chat. I think Anders is a good kicker. I think he's the kicker of the future, man. That's what I think. Um, I don't know. How do you feel, Tim? Are you still sold on do you, are you? I know you mentioned he's a little shaky tonight, obviously missed the kick, but then got one when we needed it, right, to extend it back out to an eight-point lead, if I remember correctly. But what do
4: you think, I mean, Mike Hebron made a comment in the in the chat a few minutes ago about maybe, you know, he would thrive off a little competition. Um, You know, he's he had no competition at camp last year, you know, and uh, maybe bringing someone else in this summer is not a bad idea just to kind of light a fire under him. But I do believe he is the guy. Uh, I think uh, like I said, I think the moment got a little big for him at times tonight. And that's all. He's a rookie kicker. Hopefully he's got it out of his system and we can go forward. He can bank some important ones for us here in the playoffs. So uh got a lot of faith in Anders. I think he just needs time to develop. I really do.
3: Yeah, definitely. What do you think, uh, Jacob? Are you still good with Anders, or how do you feel about that situation?
0: Man, I don't know how to think about him, honestly.
3: Uh, you don't care about anything other than a dub right now, right?
0: <laughs> I, I don't, but honestly, what I want to talk about, look at Finesse. Got another freaking...
1: We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. About seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10 percent off your first purchase by going to arenaclubcom packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10 percent off a $400 slab pack that's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclubcom packdaddy for 10 percent off your first purchase. Passion, drive and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive With the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotorist.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
3: I mean, man. This guy. You know, people are down on him. They're like, oh, he's a bust. I about said a bad word. BS, man. He, no, dude, dude. You see him. He, it's not too big for him, man. It's not. Oh,
0: that's what I'm saying, dude. Um, I'm, I'm really honestly, look at uh, Carl Brooks. Please, sir. Let's look at what this dude did. He had a. Uh, we going live. Let's go live.
3: Go ahead. Finish, finish what you're saying there. You're good.
0: Carl Brooks is the man. Vanessa is the man. <laughs> we, we had a great draft. Let's go live. Bro,
3: Carl Brooks, hey. we were talking about all training camp. Remember? It was just like every day somebody was mentioning Carl Brooks's name.
4: Dude, every time that guy made a play today, I was like,
1: Jacob! <laughs> <laughs> Jacob! <laughs> let's,
7: let's go to Coach's floor real quick. See what ah, he's saying. Go. And then let's maybe go something goes wrong in, in a game. Um, But there were so many moments throughout the course of the year that left me optimistic that we could fight through this thing. Um, And it was just about a a matter of time. I think there is a learning curve when you have – and it's never an excuse when you have young players. It is what it is. But there is a learning curve for those guys. And the more they play, typically, the, the better you get. and. Uh, across the board, I think our staff's done a great job of, of staying together. Um, I think it always starts there in terms of nobody was pointing fingers, just, you know, they came with the right mindset of trying to get their position group to get better and for them to continue to push them to get better. And, um, but it's a credit to the guys in the locker room and just in terms of those guys are battling for each other. I think it, it was pretty clear tonight, just the effort that was out there. Uh, like I said, that was, that was a, that was a playoff type game right there.
3: The sequence at the uh, end of the half, the, the sequence at the end of the half was there 1. do
1: you think there was 1 mistake that was uh, bigger, yeah. more important than the rest? Uh, there was a lot of
7: mistakes at the end of the half. It sure I mean, to, to come away with no points or an opportunity. No points. Um, certainly, you know, we were in a, what we call an ozone situation where the ball has to go out of bounds or to the end zone. Um. You know, I, I know Tuck wishes he would have got out of bounds a, a couple of plays before where we burned a timeout, uh, but certainly, I, I the you know, Stevenson did a great job there. He was a, he was playing the cloud corner. He was off, I don't know, eight, nine yards, and he just drove on the ball, and that's something that we coach our guys to do all the time is, is to, when a receiver's going out of bounds, to knock them backwards. Your forward progress has stopped, the clock continues to run, and that's something that I think Jordan's just, he's hes going to learn from. I think that was, you know, I, I think there was two plays I, 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 out of however many plays we had on offense uh, that he would like to have back, but I think all in all, he had a hell of a night.
1: Guys, like, boom can calculate this entire season just the way, you know, guys out of nowhere, and then
7: there's boom <coughs> what he did today. Yeah, yeah bunch more plays and there was you know uh, the, the one in the end zone I, I don't know I couldn't tell you guys would know better than I would whether or not that was a touchdown but he's such a smart I didn't call it that way but <laughs> it's been pretty cool just to see a guy like that that probably most of you have never really heard of to see him get a, get an opportunity oh, we know ball over here a Rutgers, bro. he continues to do it and I think again it goes back to his approach his work ethic his mentality, attitude, all of that. The guy just works and gets better.
3: Your defense held the Bears to under 200 yards, got to fields five times. Just what was it like seeing Joe Barry getting all fired up and just how they played tonight for
7: you guys? Yeah, I thought our defense was outstanding. Anytime you hold anybody under 10 points, you you better find a way to win that football game. So... Somebody ask um, him. Ask Outstanding him. effort by our defense. You know, I know he's taken a lot of criticism, we all have. Um, but he's a tough-minded guy that continues to show up and and put in the work. And you know, our guys yeah. were were battling out there tonight. I thought I thought the effort was outstanding. What
1: do the uh, grounds All right. people tell you about?
7: We got a bunch of super chats. We're getting backed up here, but
3: push the <laughs> floor at the podium. We may go Ooh. back to him here in a minute. He'll be he'll be oh, around. We'll, we'll get him. On, we'll get him online too in a minute. Love it. Um, I know someone donated these just to try to get my redneck self to try to pronounce this. Jacob, I'm going to let you do it. How do you say that name right there? A Sushnev. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Sounds I'm like me Jacob. trying to say Ashley me. when I'm drunk. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I mean, they gifted 10 Packers Soul Access memberships. Appreciate you doing that. Uh, thank you for supporting the channel. That's awesome. United base with the super chat says we're going streaking through the quad and into the gymnasium. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Go back. Go. I love it. man. Oh,
6: old school. My, I, love I, love I love it. Babe. Not, man. School, school. <laughs> I
0: love
6: it. Old
3: school.
0: Everybody. are
3: going streaking. I love this. More, there's more behind me. This is my favorite. Thank there's you. United base. Coming. Thank you for the super chat. This is my favorite. Packer up says you think KFC still open? <laughs> 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 you love to see it. Jordan Taylor with the Super Chat. Thank you so much, Jordan. We appreciate it. said, Romo was highly complimentary of Don Wix's route running, which we've heard from the Packers staff as well. Thank goodness he fell to us in the fifth. I've heard he could have been a second to third rounder if he came out a year earlier. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just all the way across the board, Jordan. I got hot on Dontavian Wicks when I heard Greg Cosell talking about him. And Greg Cosell just raved over him, and and I know you guys get tired of hearing me say it, but it's just another example of Greg Cosell, the uh, as Ross Tucker refers to him as the civilian goat, is just like huh. he's unbelievable at catching these things. But he, I'll never forget, he said, "This kid Dontavian Wicks, he gets it. He just gets it, yeah. and you see it. It's just like there's no wasted motion when the ball's caught. He's already looking upfield." he's he's already you know preparing for contact but not in a way of being skittish but to make people miss his route running is unbelievable. Would you guys see that out route where he just can took I, can
0: I interject here quick. Yeah. So uh Dontayvion Wicks like you said they were like oh his route running isn't that great. He doesn't care about football. Once he apparently he thought he may be uh drafted in the in the in the, in the NBA and after he learned that he would not he was like okay i guess i have to be the nfl he is oh, wow. like he legitimately after that he kind of snapped into like i gotta go hard on learning how to route run and that's where you've seen the comparisons for the uh for the the Devonte adams type stuff and that's what we're seeing here guys he's he's really that good he is precise he's he, precise he,
3: Jacob, people will hear that and go, Are you really comparing a rookie yes, to I am. Yes, Devontae I am. Adams? Listen, show me Devontae Adams' rookie tape and compare it to Dontavian Wicks. That doesn't mean that he's going to have the same career as Devontae Adams. All it means is he is lot years ahead of Devontae Adams when you compare their rookie seasons. Like, Devontae Adams is a good route runner coming out of college. I think Dontavian Wicks is a better route runner. I think he's got better hands. I'm talking about their first year, not 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 the Don, uh, not the Devontae Adams that's worked his tail off and got to be arguably the best wide receiver in the game. They're not on the same level right now. But when you compare their two rookie years, whew, it's just the floor is much lower, I believe, on Dontavian Wicks. We just got to see where's the ceiling hit. And if he gets more opportunities, I think you're going to find that he's uh, he's a real deal. He's a true number one wide receiver. You know, Tim, I was saying that earlier in the year, and we get through, and I go, man, maybe I'm too too far in on Dontavian Wicks, bro. He's he's him, dude. And Jaden Reed, telling, was you, that? I was telling you
4: that from camp. I was telling you that from camp. I'm like, nope, you're right, you're right. This guy's cooking because <laughs> we I mean, were just, we kept saying that. Like, I could hear people in the stands too, like. At Ray Nitschke Field, I'll never forget it. Who who's this thirteen? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's that's Tay Wicks, man.
3: That's not Adam who's Lazar, baby.
4: He go, who's that guy? I go, the world's gonna know. <laughs> Everyone will know soon enough. And uh, yeah, man, he is a surgeon out there with the routes. Like, I mean, you you see him dump guys off of the the first move, and then have to stutter his the rest of his route just to make sure everything's on time because he's just roasting guys so much and. Uh, it's refreshing, you know. We could go on and on. Uh, Jaden Reed as well is another, you know, yep. just an absolute specimen when it yeah. comes to a receiver. And you know, rookie or not, you know, I don't care. You can compare these guys to to uh, to borderline elite level receivers already with the way that they're playing this game. And you know, there's nowhere to go but up. Don't forget that about this team. You know, we we are young for a reason. Strategically, we we went with the youth movement. You know, goody's and uh, LaFleur have steered into this fully. You know, it, let the kids play. We said it all off season, let the kids play, and this is what we get. So, uh, nothing but up from here, honestly, guys. I, I, I'm uh, really pleased with uh, both Tay Wicks and and Jaden Reed as rookies, man. Just phenomenal, like if you said, Clayton. The bar is just higher as a rookie, it seems it's, like it's crazy. That. Yeah,
3: what you say, Jake? Um,
0: I was just gonna say, if, it, if if I'm not mistaken, we are the youngest team to ever make the playoffs.
3: That's In correct. Manhattan what man
0: said. Yeah. History, sir.
3: How, how long they've been playing this game, boys? I'm trying to remember. It's been a while, right? Uh, a little over a hundred
4: years.
0: Yeah,
3: just a little, just just a touch over a hundred hundred years. But Jordan, thank you so much for the super chat, buddy. That was a very generous generous thing, and we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. And if it's a lady, I know Jordan. You know is a name. I apologize, but thank you for okay, the yeah, thank great. you for the super that's chat, great. Josh Martin, with a super chat says, really hope the Bears keep Fields as quarterback. I really do enjoy those two guaranteed wins every year. <laughs> <laughs> you go, know, very well said. Again, I've seen improvement. Like tonight, <laughs> I thought he played pretty well considering the defense was great. just all over him. I mean, five great. sacks. Uh, you know, he's there. He's really you could tell he's trying to play quarterback. He's not just trying to run around back there and, and be just a mobile quarterback. But tonight, man, this defense, whew, I can't wait to go watch the tape, man. Chalk is going to be so much fun.
4: Oh, yeah. So fun. Oh, yeah.
3: But Josh Martin, thank you so, so much for the Super Chat, buddy. We appreciate it. And again, Jordan, thank you so much. Like I said, that was a very, very generous donation. Uh, God smack AR69 with the Super Chat. Thank you so much, buddy. He said, thank the good Lord above that Seattle was dumb enough to cut ties with Bo Melton. Look! 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 Who's in the playoffs and who isn't? I didn't even realize that. So he came from Seattle. That's yep. wild. That's that John uh, John Schneider connection, right? You see these GMs that have worked together, you know, but in the same building. When they cut someone loose, typically the other GM will go grab them up because it's like they fit our mold perfect. Bo Melton, man. He's Bo just, Melton
4: playing like a guy who took that personal.
3: Did you hear Tony? Was it Tony Romo or Jim Nance said, Look at look at Bo Melton number 80 looking like Donald driver out there carrying me. yes, and he <laughs> said he's
0: a 4-3 speed, dude. 4-3 speed. Like
4: sound like a great hands. Did you see that one he came up and snatched out of the sky? Oh, yeah. That was that was that incredible.
5: Ball. He, no. he I
4: earned mean, that ball. He earned yeah, that. Ball. And another guy that can run a route, you know, like yeah. we're talking about Wicks and Reed here, and you know, Dobby and some of the boys, like. <laughs> man, we've got route runners, we got speed, we got hands, we got everything, man. Lots to build on here team, offensively, we man. Got a, we, we
0: got a team, team, bro. I'm telling you, we got yeah. a team. All right, yeah. I gotta go to bed. Peace out, go pack,
3: everybody. See you, Jacob. Get you some rest, old man. We appreciate you. All, buddy. Right, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's that's Jacob from the Packernet Fantasy Podcast. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, guys, smack ar69, like I said, appreciate you with the super chat, bub. Um, yeah, Bo Melton, big pickup, just goody you got to give Goody – I mean, that's the other thing, too. Like, they give away an Executive of the Year award. I've been critical of Goody. You guys know this. You know, I point out when he does things good. I point out when I disagree with things like the Rasul trade. But when you look up and you've got the youngest roster in the league and they're playoff bound with a first-year starting quarterback that you caught absolute hell for drafting, it's got to be mentioned in the conversation. Right, Tim? I mean, you've got that's to. Right. So Absolutely. Check this and out. He- we got, go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: No, no, go ahead. Let's go. Let's go. What do we got?
3: It's just a quick video. Jordan Love coming off the field. Look at the fans here. You can see this, right, Tim? Yep. All right, here we it. go. No sound, but check it out. You think this team loves him? You think the city loves him, man?
4: Hell check yeah. it out. I gave it to the little fella. It's my fella. quarterback, man.
3: It's my quarterback. That's QB1 right there. You love to see it, man. I tell you what, Drew. How blessed are we? Number 10. This-
4: eight, the 10th victory against the Bears for Matt LaFleur comes from J Money, number 10, because he only throws dimes.
3: Check this out, Aaron Penn.
4: Hey, yeah, buddy. Let's go!
3: Told you. And there was people wanting him traded this offseason, man. Idiots. That's crazy <laughs> Idiots, he says. <laughs> they were like, we now's the time to cut ties with Aaron Jones. It's like, man, this guy took a pay cut. And this is what the- you want to see, right? Like
4: yeah. biggest game of the year, biggest game of a lot of these guys' careers, of their lives. Hey, there's one veteran on that offense. <laughs> let's lean on Aaron Jones today, right? I, I guarantee you that at some point this week, he probably said that to, to the boys. He said, hey, I'm ready. Put, put it on my back. You guys ride off of me here and let's let's go win us a ball game. And Jones did not disappoint today, man. Yeah, it, I mean, he looked like vintage Aaron Jones once again. It was beautiful, beautiful yeah. thing to see.
3: He really did, man. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball real quick. Uh, well, first of all, Mike Hebring says Matt LaFleur owns the Bears. Yes, he does. Roger Davis says please keep 33. Completely agree with that. John Walker says love is all you need. Yeah, everybody's coming in now. We better keep 33. Joyce with the dub. Of course, Joyce always in here winning, man. She's uh, <laughs> she's always coming up clutch for sure. Let's see. Uh, People wanted everyone traded or cut at some point. Ha, 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 ha. It's so true, Chad. And we, we're in here like week in and week out going, come on, can we all calm down here for just a second? Let's just, let's take a full season and see what we have. That's all. Let's just see what we got before we start, you know what I mean? Putting people in the unemployment line. Um, yeah. I'm so glad. I'm so glad they gave love the entire season because I'm telling you, man, when things were shaky, they were bad to him. He played bad that, that first half of the season. And, Imagine if they had, I keep saying, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just, we got to put this into perspective. We got to remember this stuff. Imagine if they had moved on from Love's, so okay, he's not the guy. We got him next year. We got us a, a a solid backup. Let's see what Clifford's got. Let's go get another quarterback. Imagine if it had played out that way. And someone else, he, and I, I remember us specifically saying this, when people were saying, Love's not the guy. You got to get Clifford. You know, you got to give Clifford a shot. I said, how are you going to feel if, You move on from love, and he. Let's say you cut him or you trade him next year, and he goes out and turns into a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback. You're gonna be like, we had the guy right there. It's just,
4: it's it's so. I'm a a day one believer though, so I don't I don't know what that feels like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm welcoming everyone else to the to the love train Uh, again. Like I've been saying all year, there's never been a doubt in my mind. You know, and uh, it's just great to see this all kind of come into fruition here. Look at Ramage. Look at this shot. Right I love here, it. This
3: is epic. I'm going to have to send Ramage a paycheck here. You can see it's...
4: those little semi-frozen Bears tears dripping down his buddy's face there. Tell
3: me tell this me shot. this picture right here doesn't go hard, y'all. R- Matt Ramage, for those of you on the pod, holding up a tall boy. He's got a stove pop in his hand. There's a Bears he's fan going. staring at the ground. He looks devastated. And you got the just the fog of Lambeau Field lifting over Lambeau Field, right? You can just tell the steam It's so cold there. And he just said one simple phrase, hashtag Bears still suck. It's <laughs> <That's> just <laughs> absolutely awesome. There's uh, there's several receipts I got to pull from this past week, man. I got hounded by Bears fans, and they'll be hearing from me tomorrow morning for sure. So, But love Matt Ramage, man, always holding it down. Uh, let's go to the defensive side of the ball, Tim. I know you're as excited about this as I am, man. The defense absolutely balled out. Quay Walker, nine total tackles. Uh, Six solo, one sack, one tackle for a loss. So two weeks in a row, if I remember correctly, Quay Walker has gotten a sack, had a quarterback hit. Devondre Campbell looked like he didn't look 100% healthy, but he's looking closer to Devondre Campbell of old. Eight tackles, four solo, had one tackle for a loss as well. Jonathan Owens, six tackles, five solo, yeah, Darnell Savage, four tackles, three solo. Keyshawn Nixon, four tackles. Keyshawn roped in on one run play and shut it down in the backfield. It was absolutely awesome. No, he,
4: he was guess, playing like a menace all day, man.
3: I guess it wasn't technically a tackle for loss according to the box score, but it must have been right around the line of scrimmage. But he roped in there. I was like, let's – I immediately went, is that Jonathan Owens? And I seen it was key. He was like, holy cow. Yep. Uh, Carrington Valentine had a pass deflection, obviously was the interception that he dropped. Carl Brooks, two tackles, one sack. Two tackles for a loss. So both of his tackles were tackles for a loss. He had a quarterback hit and a sack. Lucas Van Ness, two tackles, one sack, one tackle for a loss, one quarterback hit. Uh, you love to see it there. Jair Alexander had a pass deflection. Uh, he didn't get burned. He seemed like he played within the scheme. Did not seem like, a, you know, it wasn't like shutdown. I know at one point Romo said, you'll probably see him traveling. I didn't see him travel one time all night. I think he pretty much, they stayed in the zone that they were in for the most part. Kingsley and Ibarre, two tackles for a loss. Um, had a pretty good game there too. Kenny Clark, a sack, a tackle for a loss quarterback hit. Rashawn Gary, tackle for a loss, had the pass deflection, had the crucial penalty, but the play before on third down had that pass deflection. That was huge. I think if it wasn't for the penalty, he grayed out pretty good. You're probably going to see him grade out in the 60s or 70s, I would imagine.
4: They got that one wrong though, Clay, right? I mean Oh, oh yeah. The 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 left left tackle was on their left tackle.
3: Tony Romo was exactly right on that one. It should have been a false start on the left tackle. There was there were several plays that got because they got missed. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Wyatt, one tackle. He also had a sack, a tackle for a loss, and a quarterback hit. So defense showed up big, man. Showed up absolutely huge. And, and you know, again, they won the turnover battle, which is, this is a wild stat. They won the turnover battle. They technically won the middle eight. However, we went on to score at the nine-minute mark in the third quarter. So, sometimes, you you know, if you extend that middle eight to, okay, let's finish this possession, then the Packers would have won seven to three. But technically, this is one of those 8% chances when a team wins the middle eight and wins the turnover differential, but they still lose the game. And you're probably going, well, Clayton, how does that happen? It happens because your defense absolutely dominated them. We kept them out of the end zone the entire night. If it hadn't been for the muff punt last week, we would probably be sitting here saying we kept Minnesota to three points and we kept Chicago Bears out of out of the end zone. We would be saying two straight games with no touchdowns given up if we hadn't muffed that punt. Yeah. So the defense has peaked. Whether you think it's good enough moving forward, hey, look, we can respect, you know, we can we can agree to disagree. I still I'm still in the camp of we probably need to make the move and try to find somebody better than Barry, but you better you better give him credit where credit's due, man, because these last two games. You mix in, you say, "Oh, well, it's just the last two games." Well, what about Detroit? What about Kansas City? Right? What about some of these other games where they play lights out? Yeah, there's been some some dog dookie games, absolutely. But I don't know, man. You you're gonna this points per game. You're gonna see them creeping right back up in the top ten, most likely after these last two performances. But what's we'll set out to you on defense, Tim? Anything you want to add to that, man?
4: Can we pull those back up real quick?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. On.
4: Because uh, it it just makes me it just makes me think about what we talked about because it's like, we got the things that we, we needed from our guys, you know, like Enigbari, right. Two, two for two, two tackles for loss. Right. And what did we talk about all week with him over pursuit? Not, not containing the edge, getting too deep on his rushes. What did we see today? Stayed home, played smart. Played the
3: run so well, so well.
4: Right. So it's like, you know, ask and you receive, you know, uh, even Jair, I'll be honest, early in the game, I was going, oh boy, here we go again with this this Jair's on his own, own thing. And then I kind of saw what was happening. And it looked like it wasn't just Jair, it was everybody. Everyone was moving around freely, pre-snap, right? We were all communicating. Uh, Savage and Owens, you saw switching spots a few times. You saw Jair and Valentine switching, or Jair and Keyshawn switching sometimes. Everybody was in the know for the most part on a lot of these plays with, with uh, communication pre-snap and uh, Jair went out there and uh, played a game that uh, was a little bit, um, you know, less than I expected from him, but uh, I thought he played well and he wasn't a liability for us out there. He actually had a PBU there uh, towards the end, which was, you know, if he didn't run out of field, it's probably picked off. Um, and uh, I thought we got a good game from him. We talked about Preston Smith making an impact uh, despite being banged up going into this game. And we knew we were going to get a heavier dose of LVN, who also responded well in the run game and with the pass rush, quite frankly. So, you know, looking at this list, man, Savage, Keyshawn, Nixon, two guys. I mean, probably their best games, too, this year. I don't know. We'll see how PFF looks. Right. But like uh, Keyshawn had himself a game in the slot. Like it was like enough of this crap. I'm gonna ball out today. That that dude was on a mission, and uh, you know it's just really refreshing to see that same thing with Drake Campbell playing through the you know the constant nagging neck injury he's had for you know the last six seven weeks here. Um, didn't look like a guy that was playing hurt at all. And uh, Quay Walker, you know, we got I think Quay got washed out on a on a couple, and then of course all you Barry haters want to talk about the DJ Moore play you know, like I I can't stand you negative minded people. We got the biggest victory of our lives. And you're talking about one freaking snap with Quay Walker. It's like, you don't understand what's going on.
3: You you have no clue. clue. I'm trying to be nice, but they have no freaking clue what the defensive call is. They have no clue. They don't watch any other games. They don't look at any other defense and go, Hark! There are other linebackers being forced to cover wide receivers in these specific looks. They have no clue, Tim. And I know I it's not. They didn't cost
4: teams. us much, right? Exactly. We it's... got a little little chunk play for them, but not devastating, you know. And it's why do they have to focus on that? Exactly. Look at the way this defense played, man. Three freaking field goals. Yeah. I mean, if that defense gives up one touchdown in this game, we could be having a totally different conversation right now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's,
3: it's frustrating. We probably shouldn't give it any mental energy, but it it is just, it's, it drives me insane, man. And, and all you can do, the only way to combat it is just move on and ignore yep. it. And mute the
4: playoffs. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I just have no interest whatsoever in having a conversation with someone that all they want to do is focus on the negative to fit their narrative rather than say, I might have been wrong. You know what I mean? I say it all the time. I'm wrong on this show all the time. When you when you have a microphone in front of you as much as I do, you're gonna get a lot of stuff wrong. Be man enough to say, got it wrong. You know, it's just uh anyway. Godsmack AR69, thank you for the super chat, buddy. He says it feels good to beat both the refs and the bears. You know, there was a couple times that I was like, I was pretty ticked off at the refs, Godsmack, but also. I didn't. I didn't feel like they had like a huge play a huge part in the game and the outcome. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel well, like the fourth quarter
4: boy. All of a sudden, there here come the flags.
3: <laughs> yeah, it we was three quarters what they, they of penalty free football. Bragged all game long about there being no penalties, and all of a sudden here they came raining in. Right, like oh crap, we got to hit our quota. It's like a cop with a speeding ticket. Right? It's like, sorry dude, it's just your turn. But uh, guys, Mac, thank you for the super chat, buddy. We appreciate you. Drew D in the chat says, How about the number of sacks by the defense? Fields is not easy to bring down. I think we end up with five sacks, just an overall great performance, man. And and they continue to blitz a little bit. We've seen a lot of zone blitzing, which was kind of our game plan going in when we looked at the analytics. We said, Kind of feels like you should probably zone blitz a lot. I think you've seen that. You did see your portion of man coverage too, but uh,
4: how about Kenny Clark on that on that stunt, man? Just oh, yeah, dude,
3: dude. I thought it. I thought it was Carl Brooks that got the sack. I went. I literally wrote Carl Brooks down, and then I had to cross it out. I'm like, well, "Where's Kenny? Oh, he's on the bottom of the pile. He got there quick. <laughs> he got Man, there
4: real nasty. Quick. Beat him nasty." And I think like. it was a
3: TT twist, wasn't it? it was a tackle, tackle stuff. Yep. Yep. So you'd love to see that. You know, the other thing too that I wanted to point out, if I can find it. Oh yeah, the Jaden Reed, the 32 yarder there in the second quarter, that big game, They come out in in doubles, nasty and then they quick motion to Nasty Nub and then hit him on the dig and did a little switch concept where they had – guess what they had? They had the post and they had the corner with him switching out on a wraparound dig. Yeah, Beautiful play call, man. LaFleur was in his bag. And and you could tell the rookies, the younger players, they've gotten completely acclimated to this offense that he feels comfortable calling anything now. I thought for sure we'd hit on one of those deep corners, but when they bailed out, Reed running butt naked through the trailer park underneath, man. You love to see it. Love to see it. But, yeah, Drew, I agree with the defense, man. It's not easy to bring fields down, and uh, they came to play for sure. And, you know, early on, I think on the very – it was the very first note I had on the page, Devontae Wyatt missed a sack on first down. Um, Or he missed a sack, and and it led to a first down. There was a couple that they actually missed on, and they still ended up with five sacks. That's what's wild. So, you're starting to see this defense peak, and you're seeing them peak at the right time for sure. Uh, Tim Hurley, thank you, thank you, buddy, for the chat. He says, Carl Brooks is going to be big. Carl Brooks, man, we've seen it all year long. We heard it coming out of training camp. Tim talked about it at training camp. Uh, Jacob is the president of the Carl Brooks Fan Club um, early on. And I remember people like Andy Herman and other folks that were at training camp constantly tweeting out, you always heard Matt LaFleur numerous times in training camp say, great play, Carl. He was always screaming Carl in a positive way um so he definitely turned heads in training camp it's why it's important to keep up with training camp too it really is yep. uh boz with the huge super chat boz thank you so much buddy we appreciate you wow. he said i appreciate spending all season with y'all feels good to continue the journey next weekend i'm trying not to grin i'm grinning like a possum in a dog yeah. we got at least one more week of football i was sitting here as soon as the game kicked off and i'm like man the season went so quick
7: I right. hope it doesn't
3: end tonight, but if it does, man, what a what a blessing of a season just getting to know everybody and talk ball all year. But, man, the fact that we get to get to wake up and watch football again next week, I'm going to try to pull that down here in a minute. I'm going to go to Twitter and see if I can find what the actual schedule looks like as it sits right now. Our's Our side might already be determined, I would imagine. So we'll see where we're playing, what day. But, Boz, buddy, you've been a blessing all year. And we really, really appreciate you supporting the stream, man. You and United Bates and so many to mention. I mean, everybody in the super chat tonight. Um, I didn't expect this when we launched this whole YouTube channel. But it's just, it really, it's a testament to the Packer fans in general. Our goal is to keep drawing in the good Packer fans. And what I mean by good Packer fans, the non-toxic Packer fans, the Packer fans that actually want to talk about what's going on on the field, not to fit their, you know, their, like, like, Tim said their toxicity on Twitter, because there were people out there tonight that was just – they were already trying to paint the picture for Joe Barry lost us this game, and the defense just continued to play. And uh, I just love that this show draws in those people that that want to talk about what's actually happening on the field and, and talk about the Packers from a positive perspective. But, again, Boz, thank you so much for the super chat, man. We, we really – Yeah,
4: thanks, Boz. You're the man. Been welcome. supporting all year, man. Love it. Yeah, absolutely.
3: I already forgot what I was going to go look up. What did I just say I was going to go look up, Tim? You on... um going
4: to look oh, God, I forgot, too.
3: <laughs> yeah, see, we're already in the daddy sodas tonight. That's what happens, man. You get – when week 18 wraps up and you make the playoffs, when everybody expects you to finish dead, dead last, you get a get, get in the bottle a little
4: bit, you know what I mean? It had to be something defensively. I think we were looking at the uh, – Somebody help
3: me out in the chat.
4: We were talking about
3: – Look at them, man. They're on it, dude.
4: Oh, there it is. I know
3: in the chat said schedule. Gray Matter 06 said schedule. Love it. Get you guys. Schedule. The schedule. Say something smart, Tim. Anything else on your mind? I'm going to see if I can figure out what the uh, the schedule is. Well,
4: I'll tell you what. Here's something smart. Uh, You're right, Clayton. Football continues for us Packer fans. We get another week, uh, a blessing with a great victory today. And uh, it's exciting, right? Playoff football. And a lot of people, uh, shout out to my buddy Tony included, says, you know, I don't care what happens now, man. I'm just so happy this team came together, got this win, showed the whole world what we're about here. And I'm thinking to myself with excitement, "Hold on a minute! Any given Sunday or Saturday, depending on how the schedule uh, shapes out here, there's no reason we got to be one and done, ladies and gentlemen." You know, no, hey, they're gonna, they're gonna, despite all of this stuff that we just saw tonight. (laughs) <laughs> and the type of year that we had, nobody's going to pick us to go on a run. So we have a chance, like you said uh, this morning, Clayton, let's uh, go on the road and ruin someone else's uh, season. Now we get to play spoiler and keep our, our dreams alive. And let me tell you, the youngest team in the league, no playoff experience <laughs> for these guys. I don't know, man. I'm not a betting dude, but uh, I, I wouldn't bet against the Packers. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you right now. And none of that. None of that other stuff means a hill of beans now because it's winter. go home. It's playoff time. So right. anyone's capable of beating anyone any given Sunday. So I'm excited about uh the potential here for the pack.
3: Definitely. Godsmack AR69. Thank you for the super chat, buddy. It says LVN now has two sacks against Field. Fields he also made a good short game tackle on the running back. I noticed that too, man. He mandy Mandy was sitting here and she said, Is that Van Ness? Is number 90 Van S. She follows the Packers, not obviously not quite as close as I do. But she was like, my God, he tried to kill that boy. <laughs> he looked like a polar bear on that dude's back. Uh, he also made a good short game tackle on the running back where he jumped on him and looked like Ray Mysterio. There it is. That's the one. All right. That's the one she was talking about. She was like, my God, he about killed him. Van Ness, I think, is going to be a great player. Um, he's already what's crazy is people like. Oh, he's a first round bus. He's already ahead of where Rashawn Gary was his rookie year. So keep that in mind. This youth movement is really accelerate, accelerating the growth. Even if you didn't make the playoffs, even if you had a six-win season, getting these guys all this playing time was going to be huge. It just so happens they're learning how to win as they go. But Godsmack, thank you for the Super Chat, buddy. Tom Spalding in the chat with the Super Chat. Thank you, Tom. Said, I love finding out what this team is capable of at the same time that the, pack, that the players themselves do. No ceilings in sight yet. It's so true. You know, I got... I got hounded a few weeks ago because I made the comparison of the 1993 Green Bay Packers. Well, the 1992 Green Bay Packers, actually. In 92, that was the first year Favre took over as starter, you know, like after Don Mikowski had his horrible ankle injury. And they went on to win nine games, and they missed the playoffs. The next year, they won nine games. The next year, they won nine games. And I was just kind of drawing this parallel that, hey, look, we're kind of on pace to win nine games. And a Packer fan came in and said, if you thought, if you think this team's winning nine games, you're smoking crack or whatever. Here we are, right? We finished with nine wins. Am I, am I smoking crack, Tim, or did we finish with nine wins?
4: Sure did. You're not Look a smoker. We know
3: that. Bro, literally in every metric possible, and I'm not saying Jordan Love is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but all we've got is what we can compare him to. Every metric possible across the board. He's leading both Favre and Aaron, to the best of my knowledge. Aaron's first year as a starter, they won six games. And he had Donald Driver, Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, Jermichael Finley, I'm pretty sure was there that year as well, and James Jones. We had the youngest receiving core in the league, if I remember correctly, the youngest team in the league for sure. And you went out and won three more games than Aaron did. You threw more touchdown passes, more passing yards, albeit there was one extra game, I got you. But when you average touchdown, average touchdowns per game, I'm pretty sure Jordan still beats him in that regard too. That's not to put extra pressure on Jordan. That's not to suggest Jordan's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But the truth is the freaking truth. He's outperformed both Aaron and Brett Favre as first year as a starter and it's absolutely wild that he led them to the playoffs the very first year. And, oh, by the way, anybody who's got two football brain cells to rub together are comparing every throw to both Brett Favre, how he recoils backwards in avoids contact, and Aaron Rodgers with these changing the arm angles and the jump pass and, or the uh, – I don't even know what you call it – the spin cycle pass or whatever where he's not even stepping into the throw. It's it's hard not to get excited, Tom. It really is, but thank you for the super chat, buddy. Um, see, I've got a, uh, I've got a, a screenshot here. Bang! Right there, it is. This was from on Twitter at KC underscore Lazarus. All right, so at KC underscore Lazarus, I think is who it is. I'm assuming this is correct. You guys, back check it for me here. Green Bay Packers will be coming into Dallas next weekend for the NFC Wild Card round. How about them Cowboys? Dallas Cowboys, Green Bay Packers, all that good stuff. So. The rivalry continues. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong here, Tim, but didn't the – got to look this up now. i got to look this up. Who did the Packers play in 1993 when they went to the playoffs in the wild card round? I've got to know. Detroit. Was it Detroit? So it wasn't Dallas. I I thought it was Detroit. Let me go look just to make sure. 1993 NFL playoffs. Because the reason I'm bringing that up is because, man, the parallels have just been crazy this year. 93-94 playoffs. Now, I don't know exactly what the season was, but this is listed as the 1993-1994 playoffs they played in Dallas. Now, let's see. Might have been actually the 92. Yeah, they didn't go in 92, so that would have been it. 93-94 would have been Dallas, bro. That is wild. Is that correct? Is that correct? Ninety three, ninety four. Not in the season. wild card. Watch this. I'm going to show you right here, man. I'm gonna not speak. in the wild card round. It's the. I mean, they they definitely didn't get a first round buy. So I'm going to show it to you right here. This is wild if these parallels continue to line up, man. With everything that's lined up, we've been comparing the Aaron Rodgers stats all year long. Check this out. This is listed as a ninety three, ninety four season. Look in the lower right. Isn't that wild. So, did they – are you saying that this wasn't the wild card? They, now, Detroit, to so they, yeah, they Detroit, or, Detroit to get – So, they beat Detroit in 93? Gotcha. So, they beat Detroit in 93? That's wild.
4: Good stuff. Yep. So, that's, Brett, that's Brett Favre's first playoff game.
3: <laughs> was Detroit in Detroit. That Wasn't that the Sterling Sharp play where he threw all the way across his body back across the field to Sterling Shark? I, yep. right? I think that was it. Yep. Awesome. It's, anyway. And um,
4: Shark had him smoked. Woo. Yeah. What a route.
3: Tom, thank you for the super chat, buddy. Uh Randy Cleavers just made a donation, 499. Appreciate you, Randy. Thank you for supporting the stream, man. We've got a ton of people in here. I wish we could keep up with the chat, but man, we've had a herd in here all night. I want to make sure I didn't miss anything big here. Um, Tim, what else like you got? Giving away
4: that Bakhtiari jersey. We can't miss that.
3: Oh, we got it keyed up too. Where's it at? let look at that right now. Matter of fact. <laughs> Who wants to win a David Bakhtiari jersey? I Let's
4: do, go. but I'm not eligible. <laughs>
3: I know Emilio's name is on here, too, where he's a, a a YouTube member. I'm like, bro, I can't give you that if you win it, man. <laughs> I just can't do it. He's listening somewhere right now in New York going, what the heck, Clayton? All right, let's see. Let me get this queued up here real quick. Uh, confirm you can see that, Tim. We good?
4: Yes, sir. All right. Let me get that. Look at Eric Sutherland right already.
3: <laughs> what, Eric, they rigged already. There it is. Yeah, look. <laughs> you, this is the uh, safest, most secure giveaway in uh, Packers history. Okay. So just, just know that, right. Because I told you and so did the news. So here we go. We're going to spin it three times. Obviously the first name that it draws is going to be the actual winner. If they don't come forward and claim the autographed David Bakhtiari jersey within the next few days, what we're going to do is spin it twice and then a third time. So we've got a backup winner that's happened multiple times this year where people didn't come forward and know that they won the Jersey. So um, again, we'll give you at least until like next Friday to claim it, but you ready to do this thing, Tim? You ready for the big, uh, big spin? No whammy here. You ready? Let's go. All right, here we go, guys.
4: Big money. No so the whammy. Winner, money, no whammy.
3: <laughs> the winner of the autographed David Bach DRE Jersey is Beard Don. I think that's Jacob Burner. That that's like Jacob <laughs> <laughs> All right. Beard Don. If you're in the chat, speak up you won the autographed Ava Batiari jersey. Now, again, we're going to spin it a second and third time just to have backup winners in case Beard Don doesn't come forward. The reason we have this issue sometimes is because memberships get gifted to people who might be in the chat momentarily but never come back because our show sucks. So that's how that ends up happening. But, again, let's spin it again for the second-place winner. And the second-place, if Bond – if if Beard Don doesn't come forward, is Dan Cott. So Dan Cott's the second-place winner. Let's spin it one more time for the third place, in case both of those two gentlemen don't come forward. And the third-place winner is Ooh. Romero. Romero R. Yeah, we've seen Romero in here a lot, too, so surely he'll come forward and claim it. So there you go, guys. That's the winners of the David Bakhtiari jersey. Like I said, we're just giving one away. First place was Beard Don. If you're in the chat, speak up. If not, whenever you hear this, make sure you shoot me an email address. We'll cross-check and make sure that you are Beard Don and not trying to steal Beard Don's jersey. we got ways of double-checking that. Um, Also, if he doesn't come forward, it's Dan Cott, and if he doesn't come forward, it's Romero R. Are the winners? Look at this guy right here up here in New York, jumping in here, Emilio. What's up, dude? What's going on? What do you think, man? You you have well, you in the
5: baby. Playoffs <laughs> hey,
3: fired up. Look at him. Ooh, how, oh, house. oh, I love hold, it. Hold up, hold up a minute. Who's who's is that?
5: My dad and sister are Cowboys fans.
3: For real? Oh man, man.
1: that is awesome. Oh bro. man, that is awesome, dude. It's I love it. Good. For those
3: of you on the potties he's holding up a license plate that says "House Divided: Cowboys Packers." Um, we see it, man. Love to see it. What'd you think of the game, Emilio? We're getting ready to wrap this big bear oh. up. I guess you've been driving all day, haven't you?
5: Yeah, yeah, I was driving. We got after the game. It was, you know, such a great ending. We were like, let's just pop open some of those Christmas presents we hadn't gotten around to yet. And it was just—I mean, it was just glorious. It was a—it was a really nice four hours, I'd say.
3: <laughs> United let's Bates know. says Emilio coming in hot. Omer says. Go ahead and hit that video one time for Clayton. This one, I, I drove you crazy during the game with that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah,
5: love it. Absolutely love it.
3: That's Every time easy. something went good for the Packers, I would hit that, that video on Amelia while he was in the stream. <laughs> it
5: is great. But, uh, yeah, no, so hire Joe Barry. Uh, defense rocks. No touchdowns given up, you know, and uh, um, Jordan Love is him, right? That's what we say. I, I, I just, just trying like to this. cover all the bases here.
3: I'm laughing at Eric Sutherland. Eric Sutherland said, Emilio has the prettiest lips on the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> look, here it comes. Doug oh. says, Emilio De Guara. They're in. Yeah, it, I got to right?
5: look that up. Oh, I don't man. know. I saw Guara in person, man. He looks like a brick house when I was at that <laughs> one game, man. He is built, dude. I need to start lifting if that's the case. <laughs>
3: Go ahead, Amelia. What were you going to say, man? I'm sorry. We're, no,
5: just just uh, really happy with how young the team is and how they really came together. They're playing for each other. They're playing for, you know, the history. They're playing for Green Bay. It's it's awesome that you know we get to see it and unfolding. Youngest team ever to do it since they kept stats. So let's eat. Yeah,
3: John Walker, a Busy weekend. John Walker in the chat says fire. Oh, never mind.
5: Yeah, that's yes. what I thought. <laughs>
3: yeah, I love it. I love it. My well, player, right,
5: Joe Barry, yeah.
3: We we talked about it, and someone tagged me on Twitter. I can't remember who it was. They may be in the chat. If you all go ahead and speak up. But someone tagged me on Twitter and said, I was one of those people that voted um, that I would rather them lose out and fire Joe Barry. But watching this game live as they were winning, he's like, I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. Like it's, <laughs> it's what, amazing how a little bit that. of success brings you around, right? We
5: literally said that. We said, "Why would we? Why are you, why are we hating on the team that we root for? Why do we want them? Why are we begging for them to lose?" <clears throat> yeah, we just had to get through the first half of the season. Really, that was it. As long as we got past Clifford not going in, we were good. And and we've <laughs> we've let it ride ever since. Man, I'm happy we did.
3: Yeah. Doug Pointer says in the chat, I have no idea who our best receiver is. Dot dot dot. It's a good problem to have, ain't it, Tim? Uh-huh. Like, yep. so, who is it? Who would you say? I'm gonna I'm gonna hold y'all's feet to the fire, both okay. of Okay. All right. Who is the best receiver on the Packers team right now? Who is the best receiver?
4: Tim, you go I'm to not gonna right. answer. So quit asking.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm not, run yeah. the next Saban clip. Just
3: run it. <laughs> just, I'm not going to. I'm
4: not going to. So quit asking. <laughs>
3: So you're really not going to answer, Tim? Well, if
4: I got to say, if you're gonna, you know, you're gonna force my hand. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed,
3: I can't disagree with it. I can't. What do, what about you, Emilio? Who do you think it is, man? Who's the first person that comes to mind when you think of everything that's happened this year? Who's the best receiver on the roster?
5: Yeah, out of everything that's happened, I'm gonna have to say Jaden Reed. But out of recently, I would put Bo Melton and and Wick there just because just because they got to keep the defense honest man it's like every time we look around he somehow finds a little hole like and and love's not afraid to feed it to him and i love how even though he didn't the touchdown didn't catch i love how he just is a like you saw that can we we'll probably bring it up on chalk talk but behind love when he threw that there was three bears defenders He, he he hummed that thing through yep and it was this close to becoming a catch so I think Bo Melton's a dog, and as of recently, I would say either him, him or, or uh, Wicks, but um, I would say Jaden Reed for the year, then probably Bo Mountain as of recently.
3: Got it. Yeah, for I, me. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Tim. No, no,
5: you were, But I, I just how, how like you said, how does the defense prepare for that when there's four or five, you know, just explosive guys?
3: It's a tough question, man. I can I can see how people would make the argument for Romeo Dobbs with the big catches he's made, like last mm-hmm. week. The, the The big catch down the sideline on the whole shot, and then the his, you know, the touchdown that gave him gave him the lead early there or whatever it was. Right. Um, he's he's made big time catches. For me, it comes down to Tay Wicks and Jaden Reed. And when you go strictly production, I, I got to go Jaden Reed too.
1: Mm-hmm. I,
3: think, I think he is wide receiver one. Now, does that mean you're going to split him out wide every play? And you know what I mean? You can. We see. That's what's crazy is people forget. They look at him like he's just a slot receiver. You know, some people do. Not everyone, right. but when you turn on the tape from college, I remember people in the training camp going, "Oh, he's going to be a great slot receiver." I'm going, "He's more than a slot man. That dude played Z at Michigan State constantly, and he was stretching the field. He was the go-to guy. He can burn you on a post. He can burn you on a post corner. He can run the crosser through zone away from man. He can play the slot if you need him to. He can be the he can run the trickery there with the with the reverses and everything. Mm-hmm. He can line up in the backfield." I don't know about you guys, but I felt really comfortable with him returning kicks and punts, too. Yeah. Like, that punt, when Tony Romo said, if you're a Packer fan, you're saying, just catch it. Did you guys hear him say that? Mm-hmm. I remember looking up and seeing 11 and going, we're good. Yeah. We're good. I feel and, like- even,
5: and he's smart, too. Like, even when he let that one bounce, and then the and then the Bears touched it, and then Valentine touched it. He Did you see him in the corner? He, like, like threw his head down, like, dude, he touched on the one. Like, we are screwed. Yeah. Luckily, obviously, the Bear dude stepped on the line but still and what's what's exciting about the team also is they are so young that i don't think we're not going to see those records being broken for a while like like i don't think another nfl team is going to pull the trigger like like goody and you know M- murphy and all them did this year i don't know when we're going to see some some team that young ever again really
3: yeah for sure judy in the chat says reed wicks Dobbs, watson because availability melton heath and Torre. I like that. I like that a lot, that constant rotation, Tim, man. And look at this, guys. Reed, three more years left on his deal after this year. Wicks, three more years left on his deal after this year. Dobbs, two more years left on his deal after this year. Watson, two years left on his deal after this year. Melton, I think, would be technically a free agent. You might be able to sign him to some kind of futures. I'm not sure. Heath, similar situation. Torre, two more years left on his deal after this year. Um, I mean, that's wild. Mm-hmm. One of the cheapest wide receiver rooms in the entire NFL, man. That's uh, I can't argue with that lineup, Drew. I think that falls right into place, man. I think it really does. The thought of Dobbs on a number three corner, Tim, right? That fires me up, bro. Yeah, right. that's that's the true matchup, right? So,
4: we, keeping an boy. eye on him, man. Hopefully, everything's okay.
3: Yeah, they uh, said he was spitting up blood on the sideline. If I understood correctly, so really, somebody in okay. the chat, unless they're just spreading rumors. But uh, they I can't said
4: they said that for Reed.
3: Uh, no, for uh, for Dobbs, Dobbs. Oh,
5: okay. Did you see Reed pull up his jersey that one time, having the trainer check check his side there? Oh, did he really? Yeah, near near the end of the game there. I mean, he went back. He still went in, but
4: he's had a chest issue half the he's season. He's a dog, Tim. He's yeah. a dog, he's and he's in there playing,
5: thing. man. Last game of the
4: season, who cares? Yeah. All of these guys are. Mm-hmm. You know, look at the heart of the heart of absolute champions on this team. I'm just gonna say it. They all Sorry. have the heart of a champion these players,
7: you so know, true. and it,
4: it's really refreshing to see, man. I, I, I don't know who's the toughest. That'd be a fun one. Who's the toughest guy? Go. I don't know. <laughs> Musgrave, Craft, Reed, Wicks. Yeah. You have to go by room. Hey, love Aaron Jones. Like, yeah. I mean, we go on and on.
3: <laughs> go by so, room and
5: then do a round robin or a bracket or something to try to figure out who's a winner.
3: Yeah. I remember like it was yesterday when someone would come off an ACL surgery. It was you got to have one full year before you're back to normal. Mm-hmm. Sean Gary's out there playing on it since what week four, week five, whatever yeah. it was. Yep, it's just wild. It man. is. Yeah, you know telling thing.
5: you, man. After you tear an ACL like that, it feels so like I was off. I had to wear my brace for like two years. Like yeah, even after even after I tore it and like strengthened it back up and was playing on it, it still felt weird. You just don't trust it. But I remember you you were talking about Bach and stuff. Maybe it just didn't stick. Maybe that first surgery just didn't take. Maybe his body just rejected it. And that's why he's just been trying to chase it down ever since. You know, sometimes they take that. Sometimes they don't take it. Like, they'll take it from your patella tendon and then run that one through your your knee. But sometimes they'll take it from, like, a pig tendon and run it across, too. And it just doesn't take in your body. They probably didn't do that for Bach. But, you know, any of those kind of options.
3: Yeah. I mean, you... People don't they don't take that stuff into consideration. They really don't. And how your body can just reject it. You know, mm-hmm. your, your body is sensing there's something invasive. here. like this. This is not supposed to be here. Right. We need to get it out. That's why fluid attaches. That's why all these things happen. Um, I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on TV. But any any surgeon will tell you that very thing that look, it sometimes it doesn't take.
7: Mm-hmm. And the
3: fact that Bach has battled back and that IG post, I don't know if you've seen us talking about that earlier you're probably yeah. because you're on the yep. road. Just absolutely awesome when you've seen that. I'm going to post it here right quick. Bang. This was Mm. on Fox uh, IG's uh, story or post or whatever earlier today. He said, good to be around the fellows again. Miss these moments. I'm grateful for the steps. Literally, I've been able to take one day at a time. Let's take care of business today and punch our ticket to the playoffs. Our ticket to the playoffs. He was on the sideline,
6: right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, he was back in town. So he's been. Nursing the knee injury and doing rehab somewhere else. And he was back with the team today. Look at look at Matt LaFleur, mm-hmm. Look at Elton. You can see the work. Look at those smiles, man. Look at Rudy, yeah. Rudy, I love Rudy. It's all love right there. Yeah. You love to see it, man. Love it. So anyway, um, I'm excited to see what happens with
5: trending.
3: Imagine this offense with Bakhtiari, 80% of what he has been, you know, his career. What an improvement that would be. Mm-hmm. Doug in the chat says Joe Barry trending on X Twitter right now, like thirty three hundred uh-huh. tweets. Uh-huh. I hope I'll tell I you hope. who's
4: staying off Twitter tonight. This guy,
3: <laughs> Tim,
4: it's gonna be you're gonna see hashtag
5: HJB, hire Joe Barry it's gonna start trending. <laughs> I'll see it
4: all tomorrow morning because I'm not looking at it tonight. I can't, <laughs> I can't with these Barry haters. I can't. Oh, man.
3: Romero on the chat says, uh, oh, Romero's in here. Romero, you won the jersey, bro. Romero, well, you're third. You're third. Congrats, third, man. You're third, Romero. Oh. Third. Sorry, <laughs> let me get your hopes up. So if, oh, if, Beard, if Beard Don doesn't come forward and Dan Cott doesn't come forward, Romero, you're the winner, bro.
5: Romero, our, Romero send him that email right now, man. Get your name in there so you get yeah. you, you your holding spot.
3: Yeah, for sure. Because I've been on the Woodford Reserve too, man. I'm. First <laughs> anyway, Romero says in the chat, Packers odds of beating Dallas Cowboys
1: sixty five percent. Sixty five percent. That's, what we-
4: that's all Murphy's saying, walking down the tunnel.
3: Sixty five percent. Hey,
4: eight twenty nine. Put Tony's up there, uh, Clayton.
3: <laughs> eight twenty nine. All right, let me get back to it here real quick. Romero <laughs> in the chat said, "Time to give Barry a three year extension so we can watch Packer Nation lose their minds." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just big enough troll to, to want that. What'd you say? Ace twenty nine? Is that right? 59. Tony yeah.
4: Avocado. No. Ace Vita. Vide-
3: Acevedo, <laughs> right?
4: There it is. Bro, you're a quarter Mexican. You don't know how to say Acevedo. <laughs> no, I just said avocado. I just saw Oh man. man. Oh look, man. man. It's, it's over. Nope. Nope. Take it easy, Deguara. It's over. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 10 Man blast.
3: You lost your Mexican. Boom. Bread. Roasted. Oh, Emilio! Put yeah, we're it in
5: the, hit me with it. Hit Put me. Put it
3: with on it. the ticker. Eight thirty-two Eastern Time, January seventh, twenty twenty-four. <laughs> Our boy Emilio lost his Mexican card. Damn. Tony right. <laughs> yeah. Acevedo in the chest says, "Please, dear baby Jesus, let the Packers beat the cowgirls on behalf of America." <laughs> Brain emoji, cheesehead emoji.
4: Yeah. And the church said, "Amen." Amen.
3: Going to be a tough <laughs> one, boys. Going to be a tough one. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't care if we lose 60 to nothing. I'm going to be sitting there grinning like a possum eating crap all night long, <laughs> bro. Just because we made the playoffs and no one, no one expected it. I mm-hmm. love it. I absolutely love showing people up, man.
4: Victory Monday is going to be sweet tomorrow, boys. Yeah.
3: Oh, it's going, going to be good morning, Lambeau. I don't know how I'm going to get up because well, I just told you why. But
4: yeah,
5: we'll,
3: we'll make it happen. Yeah, Tony Acevedo in the chat said your Mexican card has been pulled. Okay,
5: because hey, you guys practiced it before I got on here. I got you, Clay, and there's no way you rip that off like that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I actually know Spanish pretty decent, or at least the pronunciation of Spanish, right? Right, yeah. So it's funny, me and Mandy that's where we first met. Um, we had Spanish class together. Nice. And- her her last name was Augusta Mama's Bailey, so we I sat right behind her. That's actually how we met before we started like a year before we started dating, and I'd always nudge your arm like, let me copy off you, girl. She she was right. yeah. I copied everything off. I mean, every single answer all year long, and I scored two points higher than her at the end of the year. It's because <laughs> I, it's because I hit on the Spanish teacher, bro, Miss Woods. Bro, she was hideous. I hope nobody yeah. in her family is watching right now. I apologize if that's the case, but I'm telling you right now, I earned. Mandy was like, "It's a, he didn't. He copied everything." I'm like, "I earned that grade way more than you yeah. did. Trust me, because <laughs> boy, I was selling it." Woo! But yeah, Acevedo, man.
5: Yeah, that's
3: I can't good. pronounce yeah. half of the English language, but I got Spanish Spanish pronunciation pretty good. That's right. That's a good point. Paul Robertson getting us back on track here. I was trying to think, Paul, like what other coaches would win it over uh, over Matt LaFleur? You're 100 percent spot on. Paul Robertson in the chat says D'Amico Ryan's getting coach of the year. He's got to.
5: Yeah. Yeah. What he's done with
3: Houston. It's like raising Lazarus from the dead, bro. It's unbelievable. Yeah. we always talk it.
4: about that. You don't see teams turn around like that in a year. Mm-hmm. You don't. You really don't, and we just did. So, yeah, you yeah. got to tip your cap to D'Amico Ryan.
3: Yeah. Dylan in the chat says, Go Pack Go from OKC going to be heading down to Dallas for this game. What a season. We are spool. We sure are, Dylan. Safe travels going down there, man, representing the G uh, down there in, in Dallas. I need to get to Dallas sometime. There's a lot of stuff I want to see in Dallas. I want to see yeah. D'Angelo Plaza. I'd love to see the Cowboys Stadium and the Star I'm kind of a closet Jerry Jones fan. I know that's going to make people throw up on their, you know, whatever, their their podcasting machine, their phone, their keyboard, whatever, right now. But uh, I just like what he's done, man. And someone who's that passionate about owning a football team, he could be doing anything in the world, being the gazillionaire he is. I just love that he's so passionate about pro football. But I would love to go to Dallas for sure. Bro. Yeah. Enjoy that trip down, man. Safe travels for sure. And, and get loud for us down there. They say that stadium is absolutely huge, man. It is huge. But uh, look at this. We got people from all over the place. Chad in the chat said it's already Monday here in Australia. Already Monday. Monday. Let's get it. Top of the morning. No, that's ours. What what, what what? What? do we say down there in Australia in the land down under? Let's put another shrimp on the bar bay. Is that there what they Is that right, Tim?
4: Yeah. Uh, what?
3: I don't You're know. Australian. I'm not You're Australia. Australia. Australian, aren't you? <laughs> no. All right, just check quarter Australian. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! All right, let's get out of here, guys. We're just wasting time now. We're at an hour and twenty minutes. I don't want to say goodbye. We got a one hundred twenty-six people in here. I don't know what they're doing. They must have fell asleep. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I know this. If uh, if anybody asks Jordan Love who he is tomorrow, he needs to respond like this. Who do you think you are? I am. Yeah. What's his name again, Tim?
4: Oh, that's Pete Weber, man
3: the pete weber
4: uh, the pete weber pba legend
3: there you go you're welcome folks <laughs> all right parting thoughts Tim. what else you got for me buddy
4: go pack go the bears still suck we called it i told you mm-hmm. I can't wait victory monday tune in in the morning we'll be all hopped up on that uh mountain deer on that, that mountain deer
1: uh, there you Don't go. Still you
3: called for it. Let's hit it.
1: I tried just one chilling that set my mouth on fire, and I had to drink a tail later of Mountain, Dew. Mountain deer.
5: deer. Aaron Atkins, too. Love it. I didn't even notice yeah.
3: that. Uh, we got the request coming in now, boys. It's off oh, the rails. Don't yeah. said, oh, I got boy. to hear that John Deere Green. Here we go. I'll I'll go. Hit it. It one time.
4: John Deere Green
5: on a hot summer night. Hero, Billy,
3: Bob, Charlene. Love to see it. All right. Milio, final thoughts, buddy. I appreciate you jumping on, man. You yeah, drove all no, day well, and jumping on here well, with us. Late. It.
5: Uh, I second everything Tim said. Bears still suck. Go Pack, go. You know, victory Monday, green and gold. And uh, they say that sometimes we are America's team. So I don't know. We're going to show up this next weekend here and uh, – battle for America's team. I'm cool with that. And if we make it to the Divisional, hey, I'll take it.
4: Everything's <laughs> possible, man. I'll take it.
3: Drew D said, I thought he said T-Leader for so long. It does sound like T-Leader of Mountain Dew.
4: <laughs> T-Leader.
3: Yeah. It is T-Leader of Mountain Deer. That's uh-huh. it. He got, it he got to it. The number one Packer fan trying to kick me off my own podcast. He said, uh, real simple, Roadhouse Clay for locking Jerry Jones. <laughs> roadhouse <laughs> oh, and this is gonna get you fired up doug said chris you a bowler too i got a story about pdw back in the quote wild days uh-oh <laughs> uh, pdw who was that they That's got P-Weather. they got a, All right,
4: they got a little uh bowling chat going on in the chat here oh, on okay, the side
3: bunch of bunch of, we out of shape, white men in here is what it is i leave, leave them alone
4: here. on uh tuesdays and thursdays
3: those are league nights mm-hmm. <laughs> i was wondering why the numbers dip on tuesday and thursday yeah. That's it. we got a big bowling <laughs> crowd in here for sure all right we're out of here guys i can't thank y'all enough for hanging out with us man we got a bunch of shout outs to give real quick josh martin uh for the super chat joy thank you for gifting 50 more total mm-hmm. access memberships appreciate that uh chris boheen i think is how you say it um In here, appreciate you, buddy. we got several of them. Mark just had awesome comments. Ryan Jennings, thank you for the super chat. Packer Up, super chat. Mike Hebring, super chat. Gray Matter, become a new member of the PTA Posse. Packer Up, another super chat. SETI, Destiny Jenkins, Godsmack AR69, Ryan Jennings. Uh, Jacob pronounced this one earlier. I want to hear Emilio's quarter Mexican uh, pronounce that. What what, what is that name right there, quarter Mexican? Asashnev? He got it. I'll be damned unbelievable it can't even, speak, can't even speak Spanish but he's over speaking whatever that is Russian or something what is what is yeah word? right anyway, Russian is probably the farthest thing from but anyway thank you for gifting the uh the memberships there say it one more time Emilio
5: us no I messed up oh, you screwed it up I, lost, I had shit. it there for a second I lost it now
3: <laughs> all right United Bates thank you for the super chat Jordan Taylor Josh Martin Godsmack AR69 Godsmack smack AR69 again and a third time Boz with a huge super chat. Thank you, buddy. Tom Spalding, Randy Cleavers. You guys are absolutely awesome, guys and gals. Thank you all so much for supporting the stream. Y'all made this season so much fun, and I'm excited about doing it at least one more week, fellas, at least one more week. So we're out of here. We'll see you guys in the morning for Good Morning Lambo. Looking forward to that conversation. For those of you listening on the pod, thank you for making us a part of your day. As always, let's go out and be the change we want to see in the world, and go back up. The
2: power sweep. Lee, it's, the, it's the lead play in our, in our offense. Yes, our YN or a tight end to open up somewhere between six feet and nine feet to get an isolation with the, with the linebacker. We tell the tackle to take the defensive end if he's over him. If he's not, to drive down on the first man to his inside. If the YN has the linebacker take him out, he cuts inside. If the YN has the linebacker in, he comes all the way around. You look at this play we're trying to get a seal here and a seal here and try to run this play in the alley.